0: Hello, and welcome to the TechDirt Podcast. I'm Mike Masnick.
1: The world is increasingly technological, so we have better get methodical. Bringing precision to critical digital journalism with the singular vision of the modern monocle. Stopping the copyright police from pulling the wall on us. spacing and taking on all the plates to pay control. Document the ways that they aim to take control. Succinize and lies and make them bold. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get
0: A general reminder again, if you're just listening to this on the website or have found this as a one-off, please subscribe. To the podcast and through the RSS feed or however you get it so that you get every episode as soon as they come out and also please again rate us and write a review on iTunes or again wherever it is that you prefer to get and listen to your podcast now for today's show we're going to dive in a bit to the latest panic uh, around Facebook ads. In the past few weeks there have been two big stories that have raised serious concerns about how facebook handles its ads and uh, what it should do to to deal with these different issues the first story was the news that it appears that some groups tied to the russian government bought some highly targeted ads on facebook that sought to influence the election and potentially even to set up some pro-trump rallies uh, via facebook there is some dispute over how effective these may have been. Uh, and the total ad spend revealed that it was actually kind of low, just about $100,000. Uh, but there was a report in the Daily Beast that estimated at least 23 million people saw those ads and possibly up to 70 million people. So not, not, a, not a small number. The second big story was originally revealed in ProPublica in which they tried successfully to purchase ads targeting people who held anti-Semitic views. Uh, Specifically, they realized that some people are so committed to being bigots that they put terms into their occupation or what they studied fields, such as how to burn Jews. Uh, And Facebook's ad platform would let you target on those. And even better, Facebook's lovely algorithms would then recommend other terms that you might want to advertise on related to that, such as Jew hater or Nazi party. Both of these stories have driven an awful lot of new scrutiny on how Facebook runs its platform, including significant scrutiny from Congress. Uh, Facebook's top two executives, Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg have both responded to these controversies publicly. Uh, In response to the anti-Semitic ads, Facebook has promised to hire more people to review ads, and to change some of the targeting features so that the system, they think hopefully would not be used the way ProPublica used it. It's also promised to beef up some of its policies uh, to make it clear that such ads are banned. As for the election ads, uh, Zuckerberg has said that they're going to increase transparency, including making all such ads publicly available rather than allowing uh, what was referred to as dark ads, where people or organizations could run secretive ads that you couldn't see unless you were targeted. They're also sharing the ads that were supposedly bought by the Russian groups with Congress, who is investigating possible Russian interference into the election. This may not be enough, with some in Congress publicly saying that the Federal Election Commission needs to develop rules uh, governing political advertising on social media. Now, there are a whole bunch of questions raised by all of this, um, and here are just a few of them, which I'm going to then throw open for discussion here. Uh, The first question I have is whether or not um, this is perhaps a bit overhyped, however powerful um, some people think they are. There are questions about whether or not facebook's ads are are really that powerful. Are they are they influencing people in this way? The second question is whether or not it should be facebook's responsibility to fix problems that might just be problems of human nature or more societal level problems. should that really be facebook's issue to solve? A third question is what happens when we have Facebook becoming the official arbiter of what kinds of ads are allowed? I saw more than one person note that we seem to be handing off the role of the Federal Election Commission to Facebook, and that might raise some concerns here and there. Um, A fourth question is whether or not any of this will actually work. Uh, (laughs) Does it just become a race between people trying to game the system and Facebook trying to keep ahead of them? Um, You know, we've seen over and over again, you, you can fight spam, but spammers will always fight back. Um and then there's a question of should we be concerned about the possibility of throwing out the the baby with the bathwater as they say. Specifically, the reason that both of these stories happened was because Facebook lets anyone buy ads targeting almost anything with no human interaction at all. If you take a step back and forget these two stories, that's kind of incredible and incredibly powerful for lots of good reasons and apparently a few bad ones as well so should we be concerned about losing some of the good things and trying to restrict the bad so i have thoughts on all of these questions but rather than uh, just lump it into the intro i wanted to discuss it with our usual co-host so welcome hirsch Reddy and dennis yang and hirsch i'm gonna start by tossing this one to you uh, what do you think facebook should have done or should do now I
2: think the complicated
0: thing here is that
2: no matter what Facebook does, there's going to be a sector of the population that criticizes them for that action. And, and, and sure. let, me, let me explain myself there. If you remember, j- just prior to this controversy, there were some accusations leveled against Facebook which said that, hey, Facebook's um, level of curation is too high, mm-hmm. and they influence elections because they have so much power in this curation that they, um, that they have. Uh, this power to curate, I should say, that they have for their viewers or for their readers, right? And, you know, you could look at that and say, okay, you know, if, if Facebook is, it becomes almost like a de facto social uh, media portal for the entire population of the United States, then certainly, you know... Well, that's, it,
0: some people would say that's absolutely true. I well mean, there's,
2: there's lots of different options. But
0: yeah, I mean, let, let's just assume for
2: the sake of, of argument that that's true. Then okay.
0: for them to sort of
2: curate Using some private set of rules could be sort of disturbing from a political perspective because people will be viewing political issues through the lens of Facebook moderators, and those moderators aren't people that are hired with some kind of communi- community decided standards. They're, they're the, the the corporation, Facebook, is deciding who to hire and what sort of views they will. Um, they will sort of bring to bear right. when they're doing their and censorship, so,
0: so, right? So, 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 l- l- well, let's take a step back now, just to clarify this, because there were a few different controversies earlier, right? So, like, you know, probably a year and a half ago, there were controversies that trending stories were picked by human moderators, and there was concern that, that they were showing a political bias, a liberal bias was the concern, and there was all of this, you know, Uh, you know, all these stories Mm -hmm. claiming that, and you know, someone who had been fired, I think sort of a disgruntled ex employee made all these claims. Um, And then, you know, Facebook said it wasn't true. And then eventually Facebook apparently fired all of those human moderators and handed over to AI, Mm -hmm. which then brought up a second controversy (laughs) over how bad the AI was at figuring out, you know, what stories were legitimate. And so so just, let's just consider this for a moment, right? So to bring my thought full
2: circle, if you use non-neutral curation mm-hmm. right, for stories that are coming in front of your audience, then there is go- by definition, there is some intervention which you're doing. You're not just allowing people to decide what's popular on their own. You're not just allowing people to buy ads without, without scrutiny. You are, you're putting yourself in between. And anytime you do that, you are, by definition, skewing um, what is allowed to go out there. And when you do that skewing, you are going to be picking winners and losers. If you weren't changing mm-hmm. the, the, the status quo, then your curation wouldn't really wouldn't be doing anything, right? By definition, sure. it's punishing some stories or removing some ads. Now, those who, whose ads are removed or whose stories are punished and pushed uh, further down on the newsfeed or whatever it might be, they will feel that they are being discriminated against and they would be right. right? Sure. That's the nature of curation um and so they facebook is very much stuck in a hard place here and i think re- regardless of what cheryl sandberg has said here right she said oh we, you know this was our fault it's our bad that this showed up i'm not sure if she should have been that quick to say that this is our bad i think um you know i won't substitute my judgment for hers. she's obviously <laughs> way more experienced but in my opinion i think they should have stuck to their guns even though it would have been unpopular in the short run i think they should have said hey we use neutral algorithms and if we as a country don't want this outcome, then that needs to come from Congress. Because we can't substitute ourselves and make ourselves sort of Congress and, and determine what the taste is going to... So, it's one thing so, for the country so, to say, hey, we don't want to see child pornography or right. we don't want to see this or cruelty to the animals or XYZ and make these categories and say right. this should not show up. If we don't want Nazis to show up, period, let Congress decide that and make a law banning Nazis as
0: Germany does. Right. Right. So, so, so there, there, there are all sorts of responses to that. One, I mean, saying that would have been, you know, PR suicide, right? I mean, you recognize that there's no way that that she could have gotten away with basically saying like, Hey, we, we wipe our hands of this, you know, Congress, you want to do something, you do something. I mean, that, that was, that was, that's not, that's not politically realistic. I I don't know if I agree. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's, here's, here's why, here's why I don't agree with that.
2: You, you, eventually you have to fight the political fights you have to fight and the PR and the PR disasters that you have to, and just and just just kicking the ball down the road doesn't help you this is a good time to bring this up because of the proximity of the previous accusations
0: sure Facebook, sure but, but, right? but you would have to do that and you, you could well uh, I think a good PR firm could could manage this right like you, you manage a controversy
2: you don't just come out and, and express it the way I have right like there's a more smooth way of doing okay, it sure with, yes, while, yes while sticking to the same principle which is that yeah, we are but, not going to intervene.
1: Okay. But that's, uh, that's, that's but not really so taking responsibility, right? Like, or, and I think that's right. the the issue is that
0: right the concern is that yes that, that facebook was taking no responsibility for this and that's why i think that, that that kind of move would have been sort of you know pr and political suicide to, to have done it that way but but then the other my other thing with with your statement about how she could say like you know we have these non-neutral algorithms you know two minutes before that you were they're, saying they're that non... if you're doing any moderation there is no non-neutral right you're automatically right. taking a stance and, and i have this issue with like you know, people sort of go back and forth on this, even in the same way that you did, where they're like declare that, like, and they'll say this about Google search too, like, oh, it needs to be neutral in some way. It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, the whole point of having an algorithm that is ranking stuff in in some way or another, whether it's Google search or, or Facebook right. in the newsfeed, is that they're trying to optimize in some way, and that is inherently not neutral. But they're they're you know trying to do it. You know, they they have a basis for well, it, right? I mean, Google. Tries I think to people don't know the what they're asking for. No, but let, hold on a second. You know, let me
2: just raise something here matt (laughs) so you're right in terms of anytime you rank things on a news feed on anything other Uh than sort of most recent or something like that or uh maybe maybe there is some curation there but you have to understand that like the thing about ad buying is that it's 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 not like that right like ad buying is an economic activity where people are purchasing certain keywords like you search for a keyword and it comes up or or there's some uh there's some vector of factors that identifies you as an individual and people based on that sort of fingerprint that you have try to direct ads at you right so right, for but, that but for positioning those ads you should be, you should allow people to just bid you know their dollars and whoever bids the most dollars gets those yeah but but i mean i think right bo- both
0: I mean, Google definitely does, and and Facebook, I believe, does this too. Where they they still do take into account the popularity of it, right? I mean, in terms of like where you rank and how how frequently you're you're showing those kinds of ads. You know, if if things are going well, then then it'll, it'll no no, but that's that's fair, I
2: think, because then there they're basically saying like, hey, the one who's actually getting an economic return. That's where Click Show is the one who gets to show more of it, right? It, it wouldn't really make very much sense for somebody to buy a bunch of ads and have absolute and, and continue to sell it to users that just aren't clicking or even watching the ads. So that, they're actually doing a favor to the person who's selling the ads in that case, right? So um, I, I, don't have a dis- I don't have a problem with that, right? Like they're, they're, mm-hmm. and, and those criteria of engagement are, are pretty neutral too those aren't based on the content or whatever. It's really based on like how long do they watch the video or do they click through or do right. they hit a link? You know? So that, that's fair as well. Um, I, I really think we have to be super careful here about the demands that we make because the demands that we make, let, let, let me put it to you this way. It is, it is so much in the interest of Facebook and Google that we actually ask them to intervene more and more manually in the process, in the automated process, and make mm-hmm. that the standards of their industries? Because guess what? They're the industry leaders. They yeah. have the resources to build these enormous back offices filled with moderators, etc. The next uh, upstart, the duck, duck goes of the world, the, ne- the next smart search algorithm team, will not have that ability they Go won't ahead. be able to build that up. They will be blocked out of the market by this regulation that says that hey, if you serve up search ads, you got to have five thousand people sitting in an office, and they have to look at each search, and they have to make sure that everything's kosher. I mean, this is just this is how industries get gunked up. They are very very happy, believe me, for this gunking up to happen because they're there, <laughs> and the gu- and they will navigate with their lobbyists what needs to be done so that their precise organization works well. But upstarts won't be able to get in. I mean, this is why we you there's a n number of industries. In the economy that that are stagnant and still produce yeah. huge amounts of, of profit for their shareholders and yet deliver very little value or progress for, for consumers. It's because of things like this that are well-meaning restrictions that you put in turns out that the, the players in the industry love those regulations right they just they just love the regulator that's in there they pretty much capture that regulatory agency and then the rules are very carefully tailored to exactly what they want and everybody else is blocked out
0: right and and this is this is our general concern on any of the 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 attempts and and you know to to regulate Facebook and Google which is that you know while they may complain and 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 it may um you know it may look bad for them, the reality is that those those two companies in particular can handle it, the, the real concern is what does that mean for everybody else who can't do the same thing. And so I think that's, that's definitely a given that, that any, any rules that are targeting Facebook or Google in particular, we should be very, very careful about just because the sort of downstream effects that that it may have on on them. So I, I, I think we're in agreement there. Um, I'm assuming Dennis, you're not gonna disagree with that? <laughs> no, I <you're> am not. <laughs> um, but you know, but then there's still other questions, right? I mean, so you know, I think what, what Facebook at least tried to show was that they felt that they had sort of a personal responsibility not to allow these things to happen. Um, you know, there may be a legal responsibility in terms of like the, the Russian ads, but 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 they, you know, certainly responded in a way that suggested they felt they had a personal responsibility leaving aside the sort of regulatory and legal requirements here, right?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, clearly, like, they, they put out that press release, that kind of, like, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do the analysis and take a look at those Russian ad campaigns, right? Like, like clearly, they feel something. Well, I mean, sooner or later, that was going to come out. And I think that they
0: sort of realized that if, if, if they didn't, if they weren't the ones to bring that out, that would look even worse, right?
1: I see. So, So they were basically, yeah.
2: Getting in front of the story. Getting in exactly. front of the story. I mean, you have to also understand that like companies like Facebook and Google, they're not homogenous. I mean, as as sure. as, as much as people like to present them as kind of like yeah. these top down, strictly for their own interest kind of corporations, they're made of human beings. And Facebook is I, I would, you know, venture to guess, I have no stats to prove this stuff, but I bet you it's like seventy five percent or eighty percent like pretty democratic, like right? liberal. I, I I doubt that the support level for Trump in Facebook or Google um, right. exceeds, like, say, 5 or 10% at most. Even that, I think, is probably a very high number. Um, that's not to say that there's not Republicans or Libertarians. It's just that everyone finds Trump pretty distasteful at this point. <laughs> so so uh, e- even amongst Republicans and Libertarians is what I mean. Sure. So, so in that type of an environment, uh, it's very difficult for a company that kind of drinks its own Kool-Aid in terms of not doing evil or being sort of a progressive company to put in place the type of kind of draconian policies that would be necessary to prevent this type of information from coming out, they wouldn't be able to. In other words, they wouldn't be able to put that kind of thing in place. Their employees. Okay, oh, wait, I, wait, I see.
0: Wait. I was confused, but but so you're arguing that this story was going to come out because it somebody, was, somebody would have leaked it because they were they were yeah. so sort of horrified by what yeah. their own. Yeah, and I wouldn't even come. call it a leak. They
2: some well-meaning manager would say, "Hey, uh-huh. this needs to come out." And even though it's, it would be against the interests of Facebook, it would have to come out because Facebook b- has this image of itself in a, in a corporate way These companies don't just do what is exactly in their you know uh, interests strictly economically right they have to do a lot of things that fit with the, the corporation's conception of itself of like sure. how they feel they are they don't you know, sure. i'll give you I'll give you an example um, but you know, okay. Facebook and Google have tons of patents that they use to litigate against tiny startups, and they could they could twist their arms and take uh, stakes in these startups if they wanted to as as a yeah. uh, sort of a license fee. They don't do it because that would be extremely distasteful to a lot of people at Facebook and Google who someday hope to be in startups themselves, right? And th- you know, if they were pursuing a strictly kind of like you know zero sum game of uh, as a corporation, they w- they would go and do that, but they just don't. Uh, because they have an image of themselves, right? Right? Yeah, and 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 similarly for these kinds of things that have political ramifications, the, the the employees have a certain vision of themselves as individuals and of the place they work, and they're going to want this kind of information to get out. Right. Right. So, important. so,
0: but you're you're talking specifically about getting this information out, but but you could use that same argument to talk about like, yeah. But then, do they influence the algorithms in that same way? I think I think you know
2: that. I think that's true, but I think a, a a company like Facebook and Google is also self-conscious about that bias, uh-huh. and that is the type of place where they would self-regulate, I think, and try to prevent themselves from being too liberal, and I think we've seen that they've kind of leaned the, too much the other way, right? This is why we are seeing these kinds of distasteful ads being targeted, et cetera, which, is their, which I think they feel Wait, that what you, they... What do you mean they, by that?
1: What do you mean they that? What I mean
2: that? is, I think they realize that they have a liberal bias, and so they kind of probably don't take all the kinds of actions that they personally as individuals or or, or as as engineers would want to uh, because they would feel like they're, they are... You're succumbing like coming pretty, to their own level. Yeah, there's to their own bias. Because can you, I mean... So they're almost like
1: docking the side that... The, you the, walk the, into...
2: Yeah. I, I used to do disclosures, right, uh, as, 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 an, as, a, as a patent guy at, at places like Facebook and Google, specifically Google and Facebook, yeah. actually. I walk into an engineering room Right to take disclosures. I'm telling you, 50 percent of the ed- engineers are probably uh, Jewish or 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 South Asian of some kind or Asian of some kind. Right, like the room is filled with exactly the type of people that these ads that they're allowing to get out uh, ser- seriously target in, in a bad way. Right, not not target for sale, but target. I mean, in okay. I was saying, like these yeah, ads were not targeted. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> right, right. but you know what I mean, like target yeah. in a bad way, saying oh, you know, like yeah, attack Jews. You know whatever, Indians and Pakistanis are the scum okay. of the earth, whatever it is, these these kinds of ads, the engineers are of these targeted minorities, right? Um, again, I'm using the word target. I don't know what he used there, but um, or, uh, what, what's, what would uh, be the, the right the, word? The, yeah. Whatever.
1: So
2: uh, character- the subject of hatred. Yeah, the subject <laughs> yes. of hatred. There you go. Right. Um, so so you you can see that they, they would w- not want to be seen as kind of, uh, quote-unquote, protecting their own by sort of yeah, selectively trimming. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think ads, I think it's it's
0: clear that both companies sort of you know bend over backwards to to try to appear as neutral as possible, you know, in in terms of those things like not showing political bias. Now, some people will howl and say that's that's clearly not true and blah blah blah. But I think for the most part, they really, you know, try to do as much as possible to to appear unbiased on uh, on that level there there are deeper questions about whether or not they build bias into you know the algorithms and the app and the setup itself I think and then not- and then one other thing first i'll cut you off here and <laughs> is is whether or not like and this is a big question that people have now whether or not the algorithms themselves that are then you know sort of training off of people's actual a- actions build right. in bias also right
1: do so the I mean, do the algorithms build in bias, or is it exposing biases that are are kind of within Uh, which Which may be one and the same, right? I guess.
0: I mean...
2: I don't know. There's a difference between... A, a deep learning algorithm picking up some bias that you have as an individual as a preference yeah. and expressing that in the list of things that you're presented with, versus mm-hmm. a programmer or a developer explicitly coding those well, things. Well the up. thing is I don't think right? no
0: one I don't think anyone is arguing well, I mean, except for like extreme you right. know, crazies are arguing that they're explicitly programming the, the right. algorithms to do this. I'm saying that this is all this is um, that it's not it's not explicit. It's not it's not by design, it's not by choice. It's just, you know, if the algorithm it's are good re-
1: intentions right. led here,
0: right? right.
2: So there's right. a lot of there's a lot of things here that like I don't think the press really appreciates, um, which is so disappointing because these are the things like like I'll tell you one trope that is in the far right is that companies like Facebook are headed by Jewish people, that companies like Google are headed by Jewish people, and that there's this Zionist conspiracy to suppress uh you know I don't know what, what you would call it regular people i don't know whatever the target is and, and 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 that they're using technology to do it right and then here comes this story from the from the press and the press says that hey they're being too liberal to these people and you need to suppress them more i guarantee you like once they actually put in place that kind of suppression whatever it is i don't know what you want to call it, curation but at the end of the day will be interpreted as suppression they will feel even more victimized i feel sure. like I feel like in these cases, when these ads are targeted, if they're being targeted correctly, they're going to precisely the people that want to see this stuff. And if you e- whether or not you show them the ads, they're going to go find a Stormfront. They're going to f- go find a whatever um, other sort of white supremacy site that they want to. And they're going to find this content. Right. And if you drive them completely off the internet because you don't want to host their sites or whatever, then they will move abroad. they to Russian sites. So the argument is they're, going to, net, like they're the going to be there.
0: Uh, you know, how to burn Jews as their field of study is not exactly one who is going to be influenced uh, towards more hatred of Jews because there's an ad that pops up or, or, or towards less hatred of Jews, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh-huh.
2: I mean, the, the price of a free society is really that you have to, every once in a while, be okay with being deeply uh, offended. And people want to live in the, live in this kind of a fence free world. I mean, oh, I, not just liberals, but you know, conservatives too, right? Like, I don't want to see anybody kneeling mm-hmm. at a at a at a at a football game, you know, when the uh, the national anthem is being played. I mean, like, come yeah. on, man, like, just chill <laughs> out. And and, and the same way the left the, the left is the same sure. way. Like, they there's certain symbols. I that mean, mean I, think, I, I think. I mean, right. so you see a swastika, it's not going to kill you. I mean, the, I, I happen to go in the deep web a lot, right? I, I go and I, I read these forums and every every tenth oh, thing I, I, I read in some of these places <laughs> wow. is a, is about how uh, how how dirty <clears throat> Indians are uh-huh. right like it, it it happens all the time you just got to be like okay well you, at a certain point you you stop even taking an insult from it because it's so it's so caricatured right, right? like. It, I don't. I don't think I've ever hung out with a with a with a with a Jewish person that has seriously been like like and and this is gonna get in <laughs> trouble, but like seriously been offended by by hearing uh-huh. uh, some story about some. You know, if some Nazi comes on the mm. news or or has has an ad or something like that, I've I've, I've seriously every single one maybe it's because I'm hanging out with programmers and they understand how these targeted ads work. But they're always more talking about it academically, like, well, how would we stop this? And like, you know, like you know, like thinking about it that way. I've never heard anybody go like, oh my god, like they showed this ad on a Facebook thing. It's the end of the world, right? Like they're just like. Yeah, this is like a technical problem or, you know, or it's like, oh, this is a, a sticky problem to deal with. And they'll have different perspectives on it. But I haven't seen the, the type of like deep offense yeah. that the press is showing. Right. Like the <laughs> press is just going nuts about it. And I, and I think and I think part of that, by the way, is just the gleefulness with which the press in general attacks three companies, mm-hmm. Google, Facebook, Uber, right? And Uber obviously does like way more egregious stuff. But, you know, I, I put Facebook and and, and Google in the set just because, and I would say Airbnb. There's these, certain companies that are, that people, and Amazon, that people feel have a disproportionate uh, power now in the economy, right? And disproportionate power sort of attracts this uh, scrutiny and i think that's that's a great characteristic of the united states by the way like i i think it's i think it's awesome that we always are constantly tearing down um our heroes right like today's hero company is tomorrow's villain company that's great and it you know it wasn't too long ago that you remember we all thought about google as kind of what a heroic company and underdog right like it's been a very short time for them to transform from that into big baddie themselves Mm -hmm. right um but and okay that's a great characteristic, but at the same time, like those of us who are commenters on this and observers should realize that this is sort of you know to some extent not uh, i don't see it as a fault of these companies. I think it's more like it is a characteristic of our system and how we exist right
0: issues. so but at the same time right i mean these as platforms and as as companies that have human beings with their own personal feelings as well and and who also want to operate in the world and, and want people to feel comfortable using their platforms and and don't want people to think that they're evil, horrible companies, like, there's the opposite reaction too, which is, you know, we don't want this kind of hatefulness on our site, right? And so you have actually competing interests there. And it's one thing to say, Well, you know, suck it up. But some people, you know, some people do take offense at that. And, and reasonably, so no, I, I, I understand that I, I guess, here's the case I'm
2: making. I'm not saying that that these companies won't take some action or that in in fact as i said earlier i think when they take action and when and when congress makes some rules about Mm -hmm. this they will gleefully implement those rules it's in their economic interest to build these these uh barriers to entry in the market right like i don't think it's actually even a big deal I, i think i think they'll be relieved to not have to to wrestle with these complicated uh moral questions themselves i think they'll be really um, happy to punt I, 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 it I think I, I, they'd rather punt well,
0: it I don't, I don't think that's true I mean, I, companies I, I, love to punt yeah, these questions yeah but I actually don't think that's true with it, with either Facebook or Google I mean I, I look at like the like whole right to be forgotten fight in Europe which is effectively a similar type of question and yeah but can, there, that's a different can, question no, it is it's, a different it's, question it's, it's not really. here's the difference the
2: difference there is <laughs> Masnick, oh, I'm shut it down on my own show All right, yeah, go right. for well, it. dude you, you, it's a totally different thing <laughs> okay in the in the case of right to be forgotten, Google's fundamental pr- product, the uh-huh. ability to recall information, it is it is being damaged, right? Like you, there's a lot of very useful information that that Google is being asked to quote unquote forget, right? And it's also very it's it's not very clear cut on what should be forgotten, right? They don't want a, a, a blurry open standard that will open them up to sort of legal consequences. Whereas in the case of what's being asked here. If they punt it to Congress, Congress will give them some kind of standard, like the uh, like like the standard that we have for uh, shedding copyright responsibilities, right? Like do you essentially effectively just. effectively you know, right do you have the,
0: I mean, you have the, the the court.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that it isn't the last thing we want to have happen. Like the government for to be deciding. Well, I mean, like so here's right the now? here's like, the other question: right? Right? Here's here's the question.
0: Is. is the last thing that you want the government, or is, or or is it like is is it worse to have Google and Facebook be the final? De- arbiters of of what is good content or not
1: (laughs) it's not i don't don't know what's worse
0: (laughs) no believe me it's not the last like the only people that think it's the last
2: thing that they want is for the government to get involved is people that are in tiny startups and that are kind of libertarian minded my feeling is that despite all the fuss made by big companies i think in their heart of hearts, they know that they can weather this if the government sure. regulates the space, right. and they'll build whatever structures are necessary, right. and it'll be fine for them so long as um, it's the rules of the road that anybody operating in this space has to do these things. And as long as those things are not disproportionately onerous so that it, it cuts into their profit, uh, they, they don't mind it. In fact, the more complex, the better, because they'll build automation in that sure. will do it better I, and better. Yeah, Other I mean, companies I, I won't I, have that. I still
0: think like like having spoken to lots of people at, at both of those companies that they still respect the idea of like uh, you know, pretty open internet and, and they have yeah. general concerns about these things. But, but,
2: but <laughs> you, you talk to people that work in the policy space, their whole job is to do that, right? Their whole job is uh-huh. to do that is, is to take a certain policy stance and then really internalize it and do a great job of trying to fight for that policy. Like, I don't, I don't think that these companies as organizations, um, are married? I mean, look at certain individuals for sure. Like you know, like me and mm-hmm. you. You know, if we went and worked for Google, we'd have we'd still keep these views, right? But that's that, but that's not necessarily what the company itself um, wants from sort of an economic okay, sure. perspective, right? I, I take a I, t- I take a pretty mercenary view of these kinds of things. I really think that companies ultimately are, you know, they're reflections of two things, right? Like they the economic realities of the space that they work in, and then Specifically, the preferences of their board and and chief executive, right? Not too much more than that, uh, and I, I I don't doubt that like Zuckerberg and um, uh, why am I blanking on the name of the CEO of Google right now? Larry Page. Uh, I I know they like the open internet. Their whole companies exist because there was an open internet. But if it ever came to it. Uh, A choice between sort of suffering, uh, let's say, a 15% decline even, nothing more than that in in terms of their revenues or acquiescing to some uh, very uh, onerous uh, and uh, freedom squashing uh, directive from the government. They would bow to it in two seconds. Implement whatever is necessary as opposed to doing the very libertarian thing of kind of offshoring themselves and freeing themselves from American regulations or decentralizing their services to maintain them at 100% freedom level. They're not going to do those things. They're just going to be like, okay, well, you know, we, we did a stab at it. Let's see how we can make our company profitable under this new regime. That's just the way they're going to work. They, the goal is not the open internet they're probably fans of it. You know what I mean. They're not gonna. Sure. They're not gonna die. I mean, on they, that they, altar, they will right? make
0: compromises in certain situations. Yeah. I mean, there there are there are a few counter examples, but but on a smaller scale. I mean, certainly, sort of some of Google's actions in China and like the way Google News handled uh, regulations in Spain, where they shut down the service in Spain. But but as a whole, right? They're not going to sacrifice. Um, a, a huge portion of the company if there are rules that they can spend a certain amount to, to basically comply is it, with.
2: It. Is it out of context for me to make a comment about Google and China? Like, <laughs> I think I don't Well, I don't know if Google would have made the same choice about China today that they made then. What was I the year that I they made that remember. choice was, about China? Probably
0: seven it, was, it was a years long ago time probably. ago. Right? Maybe more.
2: Yeah, I, I think the Chinese internet industry now makes that choice much, much more difficult. Um and well maybe I'm I'm sapping credit that they really deserve maybe they, they saw how apps and the economy was going to develop there and they really consciously knew that it was going to be huge and they still said screw it in which case you know apologies <laughs> to people at Google I mean then they then they really did take the kind of stance so, so
0: so so let me let me um, let me let me bring this conversation back a little bit so so you know one of the things so, so there's a question of like well we've sort of been dancing around this question of like regulations or whatever but but you know, are there things that the companies can do and like so one of the things that, that Facebook has said they're going to do, which I think is kind of an interesting one. There are questions of how well it will work is this idea of, of more transparency. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and generally speaking, like I think transparency right. is actually a really good solution to a lot of problems that people want. Uh, instead of transparency, they they want like, you know, suppression or censorship of some kind. And and yet here they're, they're trying transparency. And so in this case, they're going to they're saying like basically no more dark political ads that all the political ads will be revealed now there's a question of well one what counts as a political ad versus a regular ad and how are they going to police that and you could see where people could could game that system
1: right. um, why don't we just go no more Dark ads. And, Which and is all. one
0: possibility too. But then you also have this issue of like, okay, well if they're not gonna allow for secretive ads, then how do you present that in a way that's actually going to be useful, right? I mean if you show
1: Oh well, we have computers for that, right? So right. we can provide like provide access to them and sunlight them and then the community, like, we have to figure out right. how to do it. But then there's a question.
0: It. I mean, if you're talking, you know, I don't know how many different kinds of ads Facebook sells every day. Three. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of them. And you're right. I mean, maybe the answer yeah. is if you open it up, create at an ap- API <laughs> and, and let different systems kind right. of search through them and try and find useful stuff. And then you're just yeah. hoping that... Th-
1: Which would I'm sure open up a, a whole other bunch of opportunities for sure. who knows what. Like, that's really interesting data. And if it's open and transparent, like, we can at least start... Yeah to look through it for one reason or another. And I'm sure that that would cause other opportunity. I mean, I'm a big <laughs> fan of big piles of data. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm salivating at that thought, at the thought of being able to look through all of the Facebook ads. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, but, but, but that's, that's kind of that. That's why I like, okay, I like transparency as a solution or at least a beginning. It's not a, it's not a solution, but at yeah, least a step and, towards and sort of something. Relying right? on
0: kind of the, the
1: wiz- Cause suppression yeah. is also equally dark as, Dark ads, right? You have you don't know what's being suppressed. So then you're like, okay, cool. So make the suppression transparent as well. Yeah, that gets really yeah. No, I,
0: I, so. I tend to to like the transparency idea, but you know I, I and and I imagine that there are certainly, you know, individuals and groups and organizations who are similarly salivating over having access to that kind of you know corpus of data, um. But you know, but yeah. but we're also sort of you know taking it on faith that that will that will somehow help this problem. And and you know, I, I don't even know how you define help. Is it that people who are going through those ads will spot things that are troublesome in, in a short enough period of time and
1: and I mean there there's something in the in the back of my mind that's kind of bothering me about this whole everyone keeps calling this a problem, sure. right? Um like isn't the isn't there a larger problem where like we as I guess a, an audience are extremely susceptible to audience without any kind of I don't know, like is is basically this when I when I read this, I'm like, wow, this is like one big PR campaign that says, Look how amazing <laughs> and, and effective Facebook's advertising, you know, engine right. is well right like <laughs> it feels to me It feels to me like it, like wow only, like, only somebody working <laughs> in the industry would say that this is this
2: is the type of guy i mean like dennis would you say oh, that when uh, when when the acceleration scandal happened with toyota and the car went 140 <laughs> miles an hour and slammed into a wall they were like it's wow like, this wow. is like a this is pr about how fast <laughs> a sedan can go like what
1: Prius what can go 140 it's amazing i mean like 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 it really does feel like a little bit self-congratulatory, like wow, you know, we are really, really influence, influential. Know, too, um, you know, I mean, sorry, I, I'm mean, like, wow. well, I mean, there, humble brag. I mean, there is the
0: counter to <laughs> that, which is some people are arguing that, like, you know, come on, these ads are not that that impactful, and and they're not having.
1: Ha- I think there's somewhat impactful, right? So, and and I think that ads, you know, they're not perfect, but I think it is a little bit of, you know, the more stories we get like this that's out there, hopefully, the more skeptical, like. Or rent like everyday consumer of advertising is. And, and, you know, as far as like working in the industry, like I know when I see an ad and I know how it makes me feel. And I'm like, Ooh, you know, talk about what comes out, comes on. Like I kind of want to talk about and like, like I feel it. And, but being more aware of it and, and kind of self-aware self-awareness is kind of where Mm -hmm. I think, where I hope this is leading towards. Um, It's like if, everyone in the American public or in the world for that matter is more self-aware about how we are influenced by messaging, by advertising, by the, by all of the different messages that we see. Like it feels like we're walking towards so the, a better the society. So the answer is cool universal body. enlightenment. <laughs> I think so. Universal enlightenment, transparency, uh-huh. like talking about it. Like I think that, um, you know, at some point, you know, advertising will only be so effective because people will kind of assess the claims being made in, a, in an advertisement and, um, hopefully, make more decision informed decisions for themselves, which I, I yeah. feel like is a good thing.
0: But is that realistic?
1: Yes, because I'm a, I'm I'm a dreamer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole, whole, other, whole, other, whole other thing. But whole
0: I'm not one of you. Yeah, I, I mean, sure. I, I'm I'm just wondering how realistic it is. And, and, you know, I think one of the things that I'm concerned about is that there's going to for, for, you know, more filtering and more automation. And, and that, I think, is going to be a, a, be a disaster. Right. And I And I share
1: your worry, right? Because th- that's, yeah, and that's that's saying that automation and filtering, it solves the problem, right. which I don't think it does, right? Because then it basically what it says is that people are extremely susceptible to any message you put in front of them. So you're not allowed to put a message in front of them that will make them do certain things. Therefore, don't do that. And then we can... Then, kind of slip back into our little complacent trust of right. the media messages that are fed to us, because you know that that's the kind of society we prefer, which is we're delivered messages that we can believe all the time.
2: But don't I mean, isn't that consistent with how we do everything though? We that that's why we have various forms of content that are prevented because we don't trust people to make the decision for themselves, right? I mean, that's why you have things like. Right. Um, I mean, so, I mean, it's not necessary. it just would be consistent with what we what I mean, doing, you know, we,
0: we do live in a world yeah. where, like, ads for smoking are banned, right? And so, you know, I mean, there's, some people yeah. will make the argument that, you know, advertising for Nazis is the equivalent of advertising for for sure. for, 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 for hating. Hatred for hate, hatred. Equivalent of advertising for smoking. Now, I might disagree with that, but that's, you know, that's the argument that's being made. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so I mean, you're obviously not going to make, win any friends to the sort of the view that uh, we, should just, we should just let everything go sure. because, you know, people, are, people should be able to make the decision for themselves. I mean, someone somewhere sat, made the calculation that statistically, when you, when you ban cigarette advertising, X hundred thousand of Americans don't smoke. And then that was considered a, a good enough benefit to sort of right. overcome the the free speech rights of people who are on, running cigarette businesses. On, and,
1: on the flip side, like cigarette advertising was an increasing arms race. Like that was taking up more and more of a marketing budget for the cigarette companies, and it was like like a it was like basically like an armistice. Like everyone disarm, no one spend money more, on advertising anymore, and we'll save save a ton of money by doing so. But
2: oh, um, really? So they ended up being I don't more know. profitable. I'd,
1: is that yeah. a theory or is that that's something you hypothetically?
2: Uh, no, that's an interesting. I never thought of it that way. That's a really yeah. good point. We should have a different uh, podcast about it.
1: Man, I should I should dig into it. That's uh-huh, that's, that's that an is, armchair theory.
0: That is interesting. That, that's and, actually and, a, I mean the the other theory. the other aspect of this that I think definitely needs to be addressed is that and, and which we haven't really yet is that I think a lot of the people commenting on this um, simply either don't want to or or can't comprehend the scale of of these things you know the size of Facebook's platform and the size of Google's platform and you know like I I had joked about this in a recent story there was a a, on a related but different story about about um, uh, the prime minister of the UK saying that um, Google Facebook and Twitter have to take down extremist content within two hours Um, somebody put up a tweet saying like seriously or apparently believing like it is not it is like there's there's it's totally reasonable to expect them to manually review all the content that they that they put on their site which is
1: simply is ridiculous. like like snowboarding content like extreme <laughs> right. sports
2: that's so absurd i mean but you know what's new
0: a, a public and mountain uh, representative dew. has no idea how right. something but, works i mean but, what a shock
1: definitely mountain dew tweets <laughs> but,
0: but, but but part of the concern is that like the scale of these companies is so large that, that it's literally incomprehensible for for the person who's not dealing in, in that kind of scale and those kinds of numbers. And they can't possibly think through like... Right. Which is why it seems, you know, it
1: seems like a bad idea to have government trying to legislate solutions to problems like this.
0: Right? Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> the, but 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 I think part of the problem is that among the people who don't understand that scale question are the politicians who are looking at this and who are getting calls from their constituents and who are being hounded by the press saying like, well, something must be done, right?
1: Something. Yeah.
0: Well, that's this is the, what do they call The politician' syllogism. Something must be done. This is something. Therefore, I will do this. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I... I
1: I, I think uh, <laughs> we, we frustrated Masnick with the weight of the world.
0: <laughs> no, and I, well, I mean, I think it's it, like Hirsch opened up the the podcast. The first thing he said was like, "Well, this is really complicated," and <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I and I think that's true. And I so so. T-
2: well, the, the the question is complicated only if you try to solve it. If you if you punt on it the way I said, <laughs> it's very simple. If you just say, "Well, I don't know," you're going to get offended. That's what can we do about it? Right, but but and, no and then no punt. Very, then that, you then know, it's
0: a, a company the size of Facebook and Google literally cannot do that. I mean, if they do that, they will get they will get slammed in every way imaginable, um, mm. and and you know potentially it would cost them a whole bunch of users. I mean. Um, you know, you, you've seen that with like the – you've talked about Uber before, the delete Uber. Like right? delete I Uber. They, and, right. yeah, how many people they actually They said there was like – there was a huge number. Was there was like, a, di- there's a dip. Yeah, there was yeah. hundreds of thousands if not a million or so, which, you know, on, on the uh, – Well, you, you, you know the differences?
2: In, in, I bet you those people uninstalled in cities that have Lyft. If you had no Lyft and you're just one of these cities that only has Uber, sure, there's no way sure. you're deleting the Uber app.
0: Of course. There's no way. So it's well, just that, you've just made a you've you've just made a of Lyft, competition, the right? So like that, no, that's no, great. Uh, but you know, I, I, again, like I think these 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 companies are so large, and the idea behind them is that they're platforms that are so large that they feel. Um, whether it's because of public pressure, whether it's because of governmental pressure, whether it's because they just feel they should be doing this, that they need to do something about these responses. And the question question is what? And that's kind of what they're all struggling with. And I think so to to sort of wrap this up, because we're just going to go around in circles over and over again, if we don't, I, I think, you know, one uh, two points one i like the the transparency stuff the more transparency the better i think you know whenever the solution to these concerns can be dealt with through more transparency that's that's going to be a better result the second thing i want to, to to sort of close on i guess and you guys can comment on this and then we'll we'll wrap it up is these kinds of things are going to keep happening and i think that should be clearly stated, and I don't know if Facebook has made that entirely clear, no matter what they do, this kind of thing, people are going to game the system. You have so many people, and it's so lucrative and so important to them, to them that the system will get gamed. There is no perfect solution, and you know, they should be looking at ways to improve it and to, to lessen the bad stuff and improve the good stuff. but no but, but no I, matter I, what. The the system is going to game. That. What which part don't you agree with?
2: The the part I don't agree with is the fact that 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 they won't not be able to ban Nazi ads. I think that's actually quite easy. They they can build an algorithm that just kind of senses those ads. No no and because because says, for the word Nazi right because no, then they'll because change it. Then instead of Nazi they'll no, say fourteen no, right. I'm, yes but here's what I'm saying. The people who want to make those ads in order to avoid the algorithms that catch them would have to move their content so far away from what. Is easily discernible by the -the run-of-the-mill person as a racist ad. They would have to be in some kind of code language, which would probably make sense to the people who are immersed in that kind of like world. Like, for example, I'll tell you one of the codes that people use if they want to indicate that someone is Jewish when they're writing on Twitter. They put like three parentheses around them, right? So, evolving codes like that. Um, that, you know, different code names for insulting that are considered insulting names amongst them for like people, no one else will know about it. So they will be almost speaking in a different language, which probably... Is fine because no one else can recognize it with them, and no one else is. But gonna so, get
0: offended, but, but you so. know what's going to happen is then somebody will take that and say like, well, these because we've seen it like these coded words mean this, and look what Facebook is allowing—they're allowing these groups yeah. to 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 target them because they're using these code words. That's exactly what's going to happen, and then there'll be a whole uproar about that. And then those uh, words. Right. Will get, and I'm saying it is.
2: <laughs> would there really be an uproar yes. though about yes. the oh, three? Yes. Totally. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, mm.
2: I, you and, might be and, right. People do like to work themselves into
0: history. <laughs> so, so, but I, I think that to have an honest discussion about this, and 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 this is after I sort of mocked you earlier for saying that 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 Facebook could have an honest discussion about this without being slammed in the press. But, but the, the, there should be some level of honesty that with with this much scale and this much interest and this, you know, people are always going to find workarounds, and there's always going to be. Um, things to be concerned about and they're going to have to watch watch for it and you know and i think then you can have a more honest look at it because otherwise you know six months from now pro is going to look and they're going to find another way to get around whatever blocks that that facebook put in place and there'll be another article and people will freak out again and there'll be more concern, and there'll be more calls for for government regulation right
2: i have zero faith i i that that um making that that we could get our our congress to make reasonable rules
0: sure when we had Uh, i was not not saying that congress would come up with reasonable rules i was just saying that that i think people need to be aware that the things are going to keep happening and if that's the case then maybe they won't freak out so much the next time it happens and they can say well this is what you know this is the problem this is what we're trying to do to fix it without saying like oh my gosh congress needs to do something so I'm saying that if if Facebook doesn't make that clear that that you know we're trying our best, but this is the nature of what we're yeah. dealing with we're not we're never going to get 100 percent. And ProPublica is going to have an opportunity in in six months, or someone else will have an opportunity in six months to to find something else. And to us, like great, let them tell us, and we'll fix that hole that someone figured out a way through.
2: that's fine that, that's yeah. probably a, a pretty I agree low that. cost that's,
0: <laughs> well yeah. now you gotta got to hire it. me to to set that up
1: <laughs> that's a delta <laughs>
0: all right so an, any uh any cool. any final thoughts <laughs> all right I think those were the final thoughts all right well thanks guys for for a fun discussion on this We've solved all of Facebook and Google's problems with with advertising um Thank you, everyone, for, for listening. And we'll be back next week with something, <laughs> I don't know, maybe less controversial. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.